heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. You don't really care for music, do you? It goes like this the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major left, the baffled king composing hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. This particular lantern's base has got us both befuddled as to how to put the paraffin in it. You know, it's heavy and there's clearly something in there and a wick comes out of it. But it weighs, you know, well, quite a bit as though there's something in it, something dense. The top part of the lantern, I don't really get how, like, I see how it screws to the bottom, but I don't know why, like, someone would think that was a sensible design. Yet this lantern is clearly made from a design that's been used in some sort of mines or some sort of standard. This isn't a one-off product. I suspect it's, well, it's, uh, like a Welsh mining lamp or something, right? And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> made in the UK. The lamp ain't shining on us so far tonight. But we've got some candles in the meantime. It's made in Wales. See, there you go. It's a Welsh mining lamp. And uh, it's a thing of beauty. It must be brass or something, eh? Gotta weigh about two pounds. Yeah, that's a kilo, uh, just shy of a kilo. Just shy of a kilo. And it's got like a big chimney bit to it, right? It's like a round blackened chimney and then a big hook upon the top. And a little glass closed-in thing to protect the flame. Although, it's not really needed now since so far there is no flame. However, I've delegated, I've Tom sorted the task over to Trev. And I'll uh, entertain you with some witticisms. And such not. The cat's allowed out. The cat is allowed out. The cat is allowed out. The ride, to force to the furthest edge where it still holds up. Rising visions isn't fun, must be done. Only when children and friends all in a world go wild for a while. Lips drying over our mouths, hair in our eyes, can we rest and smile. Riding the edge makes one crude. The Chinese poets, I have no heart to read. We trap dreams and club them, skin them out. Tools are few, the guts, and the shit can be used. To keep up this work, poison is food. To draw the time over the edge. To go where we could. Any luck? Oh, you, did you take off the Did you disassemble the base? Well, I couldn't figure out the base, but All I got right. that nut off. I took the wick out. It doesn't look actually like there is a paraffin What? How do you... The is, does the paraffin the come like in a disc? It from moving the whole lamp itself so it can go over. It's like a paperweight. Like a paperweight. Paper it doesn't look like there's any paraffin. Well, do, is, does the paraffin come in like a predetermined size or do you drip it in? It looks like it's going to be a liquid or something. Then, when everybody in the world has a car and nobody knows the smell, people will be amazed at our carpentry. All the deer in zoos, they'll remember wild animals and trees. Call their house cats tiger. Dream of the days when men were poor and dirty. It was great. Beggars. The wine-red saris of outcast Indian girls leaned hungry in the rain. 
We were alive then. Oh, oops. I've got my Chinese herbal tea. It's batch nine or ten. Each one boiled for between 50 minutes or a little bit over an hour for the toxic ones. I got my chai tea. I got my chi tea. It's removing my chi. Remove the chi. Because it turns out where there is blockage, there is pain. So you remove the blockage. That's what it's all about, man. The chi must flow. Chi must flow. If I could just get that one flipping power motion tucking this part in and around that chunk finally, I could start a new adventure. Red roofs are such a brilliant call who switch to black. Sometimes you see green ones instead. And sometimes I want to see the red tiles crack on the level gray concrete. Look, if you need salvation that bad, I'll take mine, put it in a cardboard wrapper, and mail it to you. I will, however, need your address to do this. Moaning on the ground in beer-soaked dirt, yakking water, listening to dumb fucking-ass barbarians carrying airs and singing dumb fucking-ass songs. Oh, these kiwis. Holding tight, got Jones and lots of things and hating tomorrow. I wanted to leave, I did, after another half dozen yaks. Now I've left, I'm halfway way to a week old rumor watching people buy ice cream and cigarettes. I'm also carrying an animated animation with an Italian man who thinks I'm speaking Deutschlander. Or maybe he is, he leaves. In the Morgan time, SOL for me. If it wasn't so, so foreboding, I wouldn't care really. Now I've met Germans named Wolfgang and Hermann. Both made reference to the fact that these are very definitely German names. Indeed, they were both stocky, thick-chested, and smiles. Today, 6.15 p.m., I can see about, well, 6 to 11 church steeples, size varying with distance and stature. They all have bells, slightly out of sync, so the hours pass confused now and again like bouncing balls or comets, then the echo. You can, however, also on a clear day, see the two... More steeples of the atomic reactor about 75k away. September 1992. On a clear day. On a clear day. Yeah, right over there. Over the vineyards. I've got a picture of that. Oh, yeah. On a clear day. <sighs> With rucksack, clean socks, and a handful of jangly coins, I'd leave for Espana tomorrow if my pockets were full of delusions. Standing here a ways, any ways, away. Anywhere seems better besides this bright map of everywhere and possibilities with names I've heard stories about. Hey, slow down! You live in a decent neighborhood, you'd think the folks would be respectful. Uh, see, it's a Friday night. The yahoos are out causing a ruckus. Sure <laughs> nope. No, it's not. Nowhere seems as interesting as the neighborhood map tucked away in a box. No luck. I think we've given up due to lack of paraffin, huh? Damn it! I, I wanted to get that going. In there. Well, I just don't know. I was just hoping that it would all be revealed, and I wouldn't actually have to think through the process of how I obtained paraffin. Didn't it come with instructions? 
No, it just came in a black box. Well, there's gotta be something on the black box. No, there's no markings of any kind. I think the people who buy these traditionally are Welsh miners, so... <laughs> they know what to do with them? They know what to do with them. They're Welsh miners' lamps, you know. They gotta have a website. Oh, if not, I should register that and... be my quest. Dude, were you writing that back in 92, or is that just, like, post-written? No, it was real-time 92. You, this, you're, like... I'm amazed. Like I, I mean, I'll you should. You should. Yeah. Read. Okay. Enough. All right. Time out. No. No. You read. You read my uh, stuff from back then, and, and like, I mean, the literary, you know, experience is, is so dim. I didn't even. I didn't even realize how good of a writer I. I my eyes were so focused on the women around the nuclear reactor that I couldn't even. Uh, I didn't even understand what a genius writer I had around me in, in, in my midst. So, like, when it's talking about after, well, you know what it's all talking about there. Weak old rumors and hitchhiking and oh my goodness gracious, goodness gracious. That's brilliant. Oh stop it! I guess we, we did have three years of your uh, writing degree by that time. <laughs> took you about what another fifteen years to get Yeah, thereabouts. <laughs> well seasoned. Both of us were feeling fine, and this isn't me. Both of us were feeling fine and were talking a blue streak about anything. Literature, the mountains, girls, princess, the poets, Japan, our past adventures in life. And I suddenly realized it was kind of a blessing in disguise. Morley had forgotten to drain the crankcase. Otherwise, Jaffe wouldn't have got in a word edgewise all the blessed day. And now I had a chance to hear his ideas. And the way he did things, hiking, he reminded me of Mike, my boyhood chum. Who also loved to lead the way. Will grave like Buck Jones, eyes to the distant horizons like... Natty Bumpo cautioning me about snapping twigs or it's too deep here, let's go down a creek ways and ford it. Or it'll be mud in that low bottom, we better skirt around it. And dead serious and glad. I saw all Jaffe's boyhood in these eastern Oregon forests, the way he went about it. He talked he walked like he talked. From behind I could see his toys pointed pointed slightly inward the way mine do, instead of out. But when it came time to climb he he paused slightly and turned the page. Can you hear the sound? Ding! Pointed his toes out, like Chaplin, to make a kind of easier flat thwap as he trudged. We went across a kind of river, muddy river bottom through dense undergrowth and a few willow trees and came out on the other side, a little wet, and started up the trail, which was clearly marked and named and had been, been recently repaired by trail crews, but as we hit parts where a rock had rolled onto the trail, he took great precaution to throw off the rock throw the rock off, saying, used to work on trail crews, and I can't see a trail all meddlesome like that, Smith. As we climbed the lake, uh, as we climbed the lake began to appear below us, and suddenly in its clear blue pool we could see the deep holes where the lake had gotten its springs, like black wells, and we could see schools of fish skitter. Ah, uh, this is like an early morning in China, and I'm five years old and beginningless time. I sang out and felt like sitting by the trail and whipping out my little notebook and writing sketches about it. Look over here, sang Jaffe. Yellow aspens. Just put me in the mind of a haiku. Talking about this literary life, the yellow aspens. Walking in the country, you can understand the perfect gems of haikus the oriental poets had written. Never getting drunk in the mountains or anything, but just going along as fresh as child children, writing down what they saw without literary devices or fanciness of expression. We made up haikus as we climbed, winding up and up and up, now on the slope of the brush. Rocks on the side of the cliff, I said. Why don't they tumble down? 
Maybe that's a haiku? Maybe not. Might be a little bit too complicated, said Jaffe. A real haiku's got to be as simple as porridge and yet make you see the real thing like the greatest haiku of them all is probably the one that goes, The sparrow hops along the veranda with wet feet by Shiki. You see the wet footprints like a vision in your mind and yet in those few words you also see all the rain that's been falling that day and almost smell the wet pine needles. Let's have another. I'll make one up for my own this time. Let's see. Lake below, the black holes, the wells make. No, that's not a haiku, goddammit. You never be too careful about a haiku. How am I making them up real fast as you go along, spontaneously? Look here, he cried happily. Mountain lupines, see the delicate blue color those little flowers have. And there's some California red poppy over there. The whole, the whole meadow is just powdered with color. Up there by the, up the way of the genuine California white pine, you never see them much anymore. Sure know a lot about birds and trees and stuff. <laughs> I've studied all my life. And also, as we went on climbing, we began getting more casual, making the funnier, sillier talk, and pretty soon we were up around the bend in the trail, and it was all suddenly gladly and dark with the shade and a tremendous cataract and stream and fashion frothing all over scummy rocks and tumbling on down, and over the stream was a perfect bridge formed by a fallen snag, and we got on and lay belly up and dunked our heads down, feet wet and hair wet and drank deep as the water splashed in our faces like sticking your head by the jet of a dam. I lay there a good long minute enjoying the sudden coolness. This is like an advertisement for Rainier Ale, said Jaffe. Let's sit a while and enjoy it. Boy, you don't know how to get far. You don't know how far we got to go yet. Well, I'm not tired. You will be, tiger. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Chinese tea for that. You gotta come read me bedtime stories every night. Alright, here's another one for you. Because uh, that little passage there is talking about the Aspens. It got me thinking about Aspens. Beyond Aspen, the Aspen, Aspens. 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 I knew a guy named Aspen. Olympia. Make kayaks. Yeah, great branding. He's got great ba- branding, especially if he made his kayak. Do you make kayaks out of Aspen? Probably not, huh? Maybe? Not probably strong enough wood, I imagine. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. You're, you're, the, you know, you're the crafty one. We don't have Aspens on Penner Island. No? Aspens are more of a mountain tree. I remember, yes, I remember seeing lots of Aspens around that Jackson Hole. Yeah. Or Wyoming. Yep. Up in the Some mountain passes there. Yeah. Oregon. Yeah. There's nice, uh, nice trees up there, but not down here. You don't see them down here. Beyond the Aspens, three of us together fast. Please, please let me go now. The tension is just a bit too much. No, no, she says now. Let me go. Let me go, he goes. Just wander into trees. There you say now, go on together. Two's easier than we three. Into Aspens disappeared. White birch maple in mystery. The three of us, not too soon, she sang again, riding free. Swerve right around, can't bump the road to the empty, cold, desert night. Windy days and beachfront fires, lighthouses calling you away. I don't mind, suppose it's better, I'll keep a mind to remember. Nights together in Aspen Grove, before the foothill evenings turn back into today. (laughs) Ah, I think I'll, uh, 
finished up my tea. Gonna switch over to some warm, ah, uh, some, some tepid water. See, come out here and the water cools down. I can't have it cooling down. I might have to pop my water in the re in the microwave. Just boil some. There's some in the kettle. I don't need to boil it. I just need it warm. <laughs> Nothing like kicking back a nice glass of warm water. <laughs> I like sipping it hot. <laughs> See, if you were to talk about furs and cedars, then I know what the hell you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. It's aspen shit. You know, for me, I just I just take advantage of those poor aspens as a literary device, and just kind of harness their uh, their mojo. You know, like a bus route or anything else. So, in that story, is he talking about? Isn't there? A, is it this story where he's talking about the idea that he he learns that he can't just fall off a mountain? Is it in Dharma Fun? No. There's another there's a story where. Like, or where he's bounding over the rocks and such. And he's like, he's got this fear that he's, he can fall off this mountain, but he realizes that he can't fall off the mountain because he's doing one step at a time and the gradual transition. Yeah, yeah. He just can't. There you go. He's just gonna fall off. Yep. Right here in the Dharma Bombs. And you know, it's interesting because this book ends with him heading up to the lookout, Desolation Mountain, right. which is. On a clear day, from here you can see it over there in the North Cascades. I haven't picked out which peak is which, and I put a picture up on Flickr. So if anyone does know the North Cascades very well, they can go in and put notes on it on Flickr. But uh, the the Washington um, Forest Service is no longer; they don't use it for fire lookouts anymore. But you can rent it in the winter as a cross country cabin. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, cross country. Cross country ski in there. You got taking your own supplies and whatnot, but there's a cabin up there. Can you drive up to the Alpine area already, or do you have to hike up to it? You know, I pretty much disclosed all the information I got on it. <laughs> You're going to have to check the interweb for the rest, man. We'll have to do that. Come on, man. Yeah, you know, it'd be a nice trip. And uh, the Sourdough Mountain, where Gary Snyder spent some time. In fact, the first two pieces I read were Gary Snyder, not to be confused with all that miscellaneous crap of mine I read, before switching over to the Kerouac and back to my stuff. See, that's totally like the lame I even said that because now really? I'm all like, well, so I'm done, now I feel like a name drop. I should just shut the hell up. <laughs> From North Vancouver. <laughs> it's, it was another postcard. From Gravely Beach. I did my best. It wasn't much. I couldn't feel. So I tried to touch, I've told the truth, I didn't come to fool you. And even though it all went wrong, I'll stand before the Lord of Song with nothing on my tongue but hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, here on the front porch, there's a whole family of raccoons. And we're being attacked and invaded by raccoons. How do you fend off rabid raccoons? Yeah. Should I throw fire at them? Traubin is attempting to communicate with the raccoons now. He's speaking to them. Apparently, he said something offensive because they're leaving. You've offended them in your, their own tongue. <laughs> oh. 
They coming back with beers? They're coming back with presents. Nice. <laughs> Is it the raccoon or the cat? <laughs> the two. Holy smokes. Oh, they, you were communicating with them. You like, come unto me. Let's see what they have to say.